Welcome to another episode of the Alecast. Of course, you know who I am, your boy, Phantom Alecard, bringing you everything new in gaming, anime, movies, TV shows, and sometimes music. And I have a very special guest. This is the only guest that I could have these conversations with today. And he's the only one that I have ever screamed at in a podcast. Brother for 20 years. Is it 20 years? I don't know. It's just been so long. It really has been. <laughs> but former pod mates on the Geeks and the Peaks, of course. But uh, where we screamed at each other. Uh, what else, man? I mean, you're half of, you're one half of the con artists. Give it up. Uh, 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 there's more? No, you're saying what else? I was like, uh, I don't know. Is there more? <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for Ghost Roxas, everybody. Hey, it's me. I haven't hit, you know what? I haven't hit the horns on this fucking show in forever. It has been so long. But how have you been? How have you been? Good. I've been pretty good. I got back from, uh, Comic-Con probably about a month ago. And then I think I was on, I haven't been on a lot of streams lately, but then I got on Mesh's stream a few times. Like, it's really weird. Actually, I've been on everyone's stream. It feels like the last fucking few weeks. So going from no streams to like all the streams and then all the work. So it's, it's nice to finally relax. I don't know you've been though. Oh, how have I been? Yeah, how have you been? I've been all right, man. Uh, I'm in the middle of working on one of my biggest projects in the world. That is, it's taking, it's going to take some work. And I mean, a lot of work. But uh, I've been pretty busy. Uh, just chilling. Chilling. Good, good. Busting out busting out streams and alley casts and shit like that. I see you're doing the uh, darkest of souls. Uh, yes, I what am. I had to. I, yeah, that's another thing, too. I, I want to do a, like a prep for a, a, a speed run on dark souls three even though it's already been done i want to i want to experience that for myself mm, no i like it i like it it's yes good. yes 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 um so basically i've just been pumping out shit man uh trying to get my shit together uh readjusting to certain lifestyles and shit like that i feel you <laughs> I feel you there. Shit, Watching man. All the gaming news. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a gaming news. I'm not going to lie. It's so fucking dry, man. Like, it's, it's the same shit over and over again. It's always it's always PlayStation this, Xbox that. And I'm just like, dude, when are y'all going to show me some games? Like, some games that are going to come out on time and properly. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I do know what you mean. How was... All right, so you talked about San Diego Comic-Con. I was supposed to go. I got hit with all kinds of shit, so... uh, I ended up having to redo a fence. I had to get my fence fixed, and then I got hit with fucking jury duty. And I watched Mesh move around that fucking floor. Like, if you've never seen how, like, Michael Myers has moved in the movies... You'll understand how he gets to his victim so fast by watching Mesh's live streams on uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Honestly, though. <laughs> My man moved at like three. Uh, he moved at like 
a half a mile. The speed of sound, bro. Not even. Like, he was moving, like, ultra slow. But somehow he was reaching, like, certain parts of the floor on at, like, light speed. And I'm just like, is that how y'all give it up? Uh, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> now you just, you know, we've done it. Uh, we've done it so many years combined. We're just kind of used to going where we got to go. Well, I'm, I'm assuming that the floors change every year, though, right? Uh, it kind of depends. Like the expo floor really doesn't change all that. So it's the same shit, just adding add add new anime here. Basically. Gotcha. I you know what one thing I saw, and I didn't think it would be still like this popular, especially like with other new animes that are more popular than that. Like I was actually surprised to see Naruto uh Shippuden still on the floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a, I mean, there's actually, so it's gotten a lot bigger in the anime scene. It didn't used to be as big. But nowadays, the, the anime scene is a lot bigger at Comic-Con. Which is kind of weird because it feels like it's the last thing that's growing there. But that is weird, actually. Because everything from, like, movies to video games has, like, been, like, the biggest part of that, right? But yeah. It just seems like the anime scene is really exploding. Do you think like the pandemic had anything to do with that, or was it just like bound to happen? I think it was bound to happen a little bit. I, I would, I wouldn't say it wasn't the anime scene or the sorry the pandemic. There was a lot of time for us to like kind of chill and really find new things we liked and stuff. So that wouldn't actually surprise me. But I think it was really bound to happen. You know, American culture and stuff really is kind of intertwined with anime a lot more. So one thing I didn't mention while I was busting out acc- accolades and shit is that you also uh, you also have a hand in KameaCon. Oh, yeah. I did forget that. It's been a while. And, like, where that's... So that's kind of up in the air. We don't really know what's going to happen with KameaCon. Hopefully it continues, but there's a, we're thinking that the last, well, we're thinking that that was the last one for a while. Cause we were there, we were talking about how we're going to want to kind of cut it off and take a break because Dragon Ball actually was the one anime that was slowing down. And then here we are. This week is actually really interesting. You know, say that about KameaCon because uh, with the owner, Chris was talking about how he wanted it to to kind of take a break because you know Dragon Ball hasn't been very relevant lately, and this week has really kind of blown a whole idea out of the water. I mean, whether you like it or hate it, Dragon Ball really kind of dominated this whole week. It so. did. It did. Oh, we're gonna touch on that. We are definitely gonna touch on that shit. Um, because I definitely got a few things. You know what? Um. So let's get let's get into the let's get into the small shit real quick. Let's just bust out the small shit. Let's talk. Bust out whatever you want. Let's yeah, let's let's, let's, let's bust it. out the small shit so we can get to that because you're absolutely right. It was a huge fucking it was a huge week for Dragon Ball, and for the dumbest fucking reason. But you know what? Fuck it. Um. So of course we've been talking about this on the show quite a bit. Um, right. 
where PlayStation is still in the midst of trying to stop Microsoft from getting this, uh, from getting the the acquisition from acquiring Activision Blizzard, and it just so happens that a new thing has come out in this in this case in Brazil where uh, Sony has outsold Xbox console wise, and I don't really think that's brand spanking new. I think anybody with a half a nat's brain could have fucking seen that, right? Um, Of course, we're seeing... Man, I was really debating this. (laughs) I was debating on bringing this out because, like, I've seen people's channels actually... The the videos on this get struck down uh, because of this leak. But apparently, uh, and you actually showed me this too, where it was uh, Death Stranding is coming to Game Pass. Um, (laughs) oh my God, man. Uh, I'm not saying this is the end for Sony, but I am saying that this just further solidifies when I talk about that reading the room shit. Like, I'm not going to say it again. I'm going to say it in a different way this time. Sony can't get with the fucking program to save their life. There we go. I said it almost the same, just different kind of. What are your thoughts on this what are your thoughts on sony's fear uh as far as uh microsoft acquiring something that they've actually blocked off (laughs) they've actually blocked off uh, microsoft from having certain content within the game like what what do you think about that oh gosh there we go with this um so i think this is a very this is a very pot called kettle black situation here. Actually, I can't believe this is a this is a thing that's happening, but here we are. So <laughs> <laughs> I I think Sony is just fucking around at this point. I don't I think they're a little lost. I think that I I don't want to say they were blindsided, but it kind of feels like that's the only way to claim this. Because they just were not prepared for this. Like, they, <laughs> they seriously weren't prepared for this at all. I can't believe how unprepared they were for this. And they, I think they actually are pretty fucking scared. Well, like, I mean, realistically. They've had a way too much time to, do, to deal with this, though. Yeah, they have. And it Dude. hasn't done a thing. All right, I'm going I'm to play devil's advocate for a second, and you tell me if you disagree with this or not. I say, uh, in fairness, if you are going through heads of a department, like how many heads do they go through? Like two, two, three? Two or three of them? They've been through quite a few. I think if you go through that many heads and you remain successful on, a, on one end of the... On, on one piece of the pie that you're never going to be able to see the whole pie until you I settle. Agree. I 1000% agree. But Jim Ryan but is like, not the person I go to for gaming. No. <laughs> well, we can get into that later. <laughs> I really don't. Jim Ryan is like 
so I've described this before, but Jim Ryan looks like he has kids that are like really good during the daytime. And then like when he goes to sleep at night, they like sneak out of the fucking window. And then like Phil Spencer looks like he tries to be cool and he tries to take your friends. Yeah. <laughs> like Jim Ryan's the last person. Like I think it was him. It was either him or a former head that said that Microsoft uh, Game Pass model was not the way to go because it was costing them. And now they're on the same thing with PlayStation with PlayStation Plus, right? Yes. So copy. It's just really pay. funny how this all. <sighs> it's really funny how this all happened. Because really, PlayStation has just been trying to lock out this whole time, Xbox and whatever. And Xbox has been finding really sneaky, devious ways to stop that from happening. I really find it funny how they did this with Death Stranding because they basically said, yeah, no problem, bro. It's all good. Uh, you can have Death Stranding, but uh, we'll just go ahead and uh, pay the guys that you stupidly published to uh, put that on Game Pass instead. I just don't know what Sony was thinking. It's really funny because Sony, in ass backwards forwards thinking, puts in a lot of their contracts to block Game Pass games, except for their own fucking games. Really smart. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense. To, like, that. that's funny you bring that up, right? Because it's just like, wait, wait, wait. You went through all this trouble to try and block off not only Game Pass, but you tried to block off cross-play, uh, cross and then you forgot the one important detail, which is your exclusives, quote-unquote. I don't think they're ready. I don't think they're ready for this fight. They were not ready for this fight. It's already going to be what? They said they're slated to be able to put a PlayStation 5 in every home by 2024. That's too late. By then, like, Xbox has already got, like, they've already got the sales that you had at this time, at the same time in the last, in the last console generation. They're already putting forth twice as much as you are right now. And that's only because of supply and demand. It's not because of anything else. I just... Really, I... I don't even know what to say about the whole matter. Other than I just can't believe they were so caught off guard with everything. With as much as they were worried about it, and to go to basically the Brazilian FCC and cry about, well, we can't make a, uh, we can't make a competitor for Call of Duty. It's laughable. So why did you buy Destiny? And there's just so much, there's just so much messaging that I just cringe at, right? So they're basically telling their fan base that they have no fucking chance. And then they're telling Destiny, you know, Bungie, who they just bought, that uh, they ain't shit. <laughs> basically you know what it's funny that you say you need to get the fuck up out of my head because like that is like the the like how is it that you're not able to compete with call of duty and yet you have one of the most prominent developers of a fps on your team yeah their their words were we can't make a first person shooter of that caliber totally not true now mind you um 
Call of Duty is, you know, basically considered at this point a cultural event, mm-hmm. you know, but like, uh, guess who made the last cultural event? Uh, the guys they own, Bungie, <laughs> literally. They really but did. They can't make that. They can't, they can't make, they have nobody capable of that. So what are they trying to say? Are they lying out their ass or are they basically telling the people they just bought that they ain't shit? Like, I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Oh, man. I just don't understand. And like every, you know, like, yeah, I, I watch a lot of still like YouTube uh, content creators on Sony's side and every single one of them is losing their fucking mind <laughs> because, you know, PlayStation is just left and right, just making weird moves. And I'm like, y'all are taking this too serious i can't stand fucking fanboys on either side though man i'm telling you oh well, because yesterday it's... there was a bomb threat uh, wait what yeah oh you didn't see that no Shit. Well, here's news for you uh i forgot the content creator i can actually look it up in a second but uh, the sony content creator uh yesterday or the day before made a video about spider-man pc remastered and said that uh Basically, he doesn't know what to do. He can't do anything. So maybe he should go bomb Sony. You know, he basically said the only thing I could think of is like bomb Sony, but I can't do that. And then Sony actually got a bomb threat. So he actually got arrested yesterday. Oh, wow. That's. Yeah, so, uh, wow. We used to talk yeah, he, about this a lot on Geeks in the Peaks, right? Didn't we used to talk about this shit? We, we did. <laughs> we did. And then it just kind of. Society took a life of its own. Just, I just don't have time for this anymore. You know, like not this whole console war. I don't really care. Just give me games, bro. Like, <laughs> care who gives me games? Just whoever gives me games. You're me games. you're an owner of a PS5, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, how many games do they have as of right now that would make you say buy a PS5? None. Zero. Not yeah, even Horizon, huh? No, well, not even Horizon. And you know, like people, a lot of days now, they buy consoles for their friends. They buy consoles because they want to play a multiplayer game with their friends. Mm-hmm. They're not really buying it for exclusives. I mean, yeah, there are some, but like, would I buy God of War uh, or buy PS5 for God of War? No, because it's on PS4. <laughs> that, that's, like, that's true. I don't like how they're handling that. It's it's ludicrous. There's no reason. I still don't understand why. Well, I actually do. I think about it. It's because they just can't sell PS5s fast enough. But well, they can't make PS5s fast enough either. <laughs> like, whose problem is that? Yeah, that's their problem because they had a lot of time to get ready and say, "Hey, we're ahead of the console war. Let's stay ahead." I mean. It, if you want to be like, well, the pandemic and the chip shortage, sure. But then why didn't they do the thing that Microsoft did where they thought ahead and made their brand a uh, basically a live service and started, you know, throwing that on everything. You can put it on TV, it's on phone, it's on your box, it's on your PC. They, they got rid of exclusivity, made Game Pass a premier service instead of just a cool side thing. And now, like, Sony's catching up or trying to catch up, I should say. You know, like, I have... Uh, you know, PlayStation Ultimate. Because I've tried it for a little bit. And I'm like, eh, it's cool to have what's there, but what's there isn't enough 
you could tell like they're really trying hard not to put their first party like triple a titles on there because they could just try not to lose those dollar bills but they need to it's not gonna work they really they need to. to especially if they're if they're gonna if they're gonna promote their uh subscription service they are have they promoting to... their subscription service though? no what was the last time you seen it i haven't seen it or anything since it launched we talked about this many, many times. Yes, they Sony suck. Is horrible. They ass suck advertising. at advertising their shit. I've never seen. Listen, I've never seen anybody that waited until the second the game was ready and was ready and ready and uh able and they were able to get it out. Advertise it then. I've never seen anything like it. Advertised it once on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, they'll do that before. So they'll do that before it's ready. But then as soon, like as soon as the game is ready, that's when they start doing like their heavy advertising. And it's not even for that long. Like it's normally for like a week or two. Yeah, exactly. They really but, don't like to spend that money or whatever. For some reason, their philosophy is not like support their internal projects like that. They, I guess, they feel like the product should speak for itself. I'm like, my argument is I didn't even know that project came out. Because I just didn't. Well, wait, How wait, would I? wait, because here's another thing. Because you, you say, because I'm glad you said that, what they said, uh, where you said uh, the product speaks for themselves. I think that they know they have a, a, a fan base that follows them heavily to where they they stay on their coattails. So... I don't know if the, the confusing part about that is I don't know if they're actually trying to reach new Sony players or if, if they're just trying to appease to uh, the Sony players that they have now. I, I don't think they know. I think that they so they're definitely going on nostalgia berries for sure. And that's part of Game Pass Ultimate's thing is like you can download PS1 games and, and PS2 games and emulate PS3 games and emulate PS Vita games, or no, sorry, PSP games. Every, Simulating a PS3 game. Is, everything they should have been doing from the beginning. Every, you're right. The, the funny part they about... They didn't believe in that. Yeah, that's the funny part, because they had all the capabilities, right? Because here's another thing. They had all the capabilities to start up their own subscription service years ago. But they were so worried about what everybody else was saying. And how everybody else was receiving that, that they were too afraid to take that risk. And so what ended up happening was is it seems like they just gave up on projects that could have had like better implications than anything that Xbox Game Pass is actually doing right now. I think like a lot of what happened, and like this is why I said earlier, like I don't I don't understand what Sony's doing anymore, is because they don't is that they got hit with basically what uh, DC did. You know, when uh, they canceled Catwoman, basically. Sorry, not Catwoman. My goodness. that girl, Catwoman, that girl, or Batwoman. It was Batwoman. I'm sorry. Yeah. Either way, like uh, they just—they're trying to make all these projects before, and like their competition is just vastly ahead of them in certain areas that they no longer can afford to let them just roam around and do whatever. So they're just cutting, cutting whatever. Dude. Like, actually. Yeah, like I, I, uh, thousand percent. The Last of Us Thank Part you. One. <laughs> that shit. Tom, I see you want to make me angry. <laughs> shit, fuck it. Let's spice it up a little bit. 
fuck Especially, me, man. I feel like, like I finally am starting to get my podcast legs back. I haven't done this part in a while. Like, sorry if earlier I was like, huh? I'm starting to get back in it. Oh, you're good. You're good. Trust me. It <laughs> takes a little bit. It takes a little bit to get back in it. Um, but we're going to spice it up a little bit. Last of Us Part 1. What the fuck did Garbage. they add in that? Uh, I've they heard. They didn't add anything. So, so wait, because I heard that they added text-to-speech shit for the Actually, people that uh, could not see. Which they made did, no they sense. They did to me. A, a really good job on one thing in that game, stripping it of the multiplayer, not doing anything graphically except the bare minimum, and then charging you ten more dollars than the original game actually. So I want to thank them for that, for completely disowning the Last of Us franchise because I just can't even look at it anymore. So thank you, Sony. <laughs> Thanks, holy, I appreciate that. Holy fuck! I didn't even. Re- you know what? <laughs> I didn't even realize that PlayStation that that The Last of Us Part One even had a multiplayer in it. It did, and it was a really good multiplayer, and everyone loved it. And they decided to take that multiplayer, strip it out, and they announced that that multiplayer was going to be revamped and made into its own standalone. Uh, question: Why was that necessary to take out of the first game? It's a remaster. Oh, my bad. Sorry. It's a remake, quote unquote. Oh, my God. We, that's where I think. Uh, it, I really think we need, to, we, we need to decipher between what is a remake and what is a remaster, finally. I think we need to have this fucking oh, conversation. It's, it's very easy. It's very easy. A remake, a remaster is taking elements from a previous game and sprucing them up, making them pretty, whatever, changing the aspect ratio, maybe some frames, but basically keeping the core game intact from where it was and kind of basically futurizing it. A remake is taking that game and remaking it from the ground up, engine and everything. And making it into a different game that represents the same game that you played in a way that makes you feel like the game you played and remember it. See, but that's such an easy concept to understand. I guess my main, my real question is, is why the fuck is this such a confusing conversation? It's, it's a confusing conversation because they're making it one on purpose. Uh, oh. They say that they technically made the remake. And this is, you know, from people, you know, I've listened to a lot of Last of Us 1 discussion because it blew up for a while. The developers say they remade the engine. And that's why it's considered a remake mm. is because they took, you know, they made a different engine and re, you know, used that engine to remake all the things, which, okay, if you want to say that it's a new engine, well, okay, it's a new engine, but you're basically doing the bare minimum of, you know, you're taking that engine and sprucing things up. So basically you're taking the Last of Us 2 engine, which is technically different than the Last of Us 1 engine. And modernizing things—that's a remaster. <laughs> I, I was, if it's technically a remake, it's scummy. I was gonna say like that is the dumbest fucking logic on their side. It's their logic, dude. And no their logic is stupid. Like I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Their logic is fucking stupid as shit. Because if that's the case, then what the fuck? If that—if you qualify that as a remaster, then my question to them would be the same question as every other content creator, which is. Then what the fuck did Blue Point do with uh, Demon Souls? First of all, they qualified it as a remake, not a remaster. Second of all, what Blue Point did 
was phenomenal. Yes. So for them to even say that their game is in the same stratosphere as Viewpoint is insulting. And I don't even want to think about that. Because Bluepoint took a game that was on PS3. And this, this, this whole argument is ridiculous, all right? Both games were on PS3. Wait, sorry, no. Last of Us. Yeah, well, Last of Us. Yeah, it was. It PS3. started okay. off on PS3. Games, so Demon's Souls was the beginning of PS3. So it had limitations because they were learning, whatever. Technically, both of them were on PS3 at different points of the life cycle. So Bluepoint took the PS3 version of Demon's Souls and being it's phenomenal. And then last, uh, Naughty Dog took The Last of Us, which they had already remade months for PS4, by the way, technically remaster, sorry. They took that version, same console, and bumped it up a couple of notches. Like, mm, see, I've heard otherwise. You can't, you, can't, you can't look at the two, you can't still look at, you stack the two games side by side. Obviously, they're two different games, but if you, you took both games side by side and just watch them run, <laughs> Demon Souls destroys that game in every fucking fashion. And then you can't, you don't even have the fucking the ability to take Last of Us 2's gameplay improvements and put them in Last of Us 1 remade. I just, I just don't. I just don't know why. I mean, I know why it exists because they need money. But uh, do me a favor and just make a new game or stop. Just, just stop. Do you think they fucked up? Do you do you think they really really fucked up with uh, Last of Us Part Two? No. Oh wait. You mean like the story wise? Just the I, game period. Look. The story, I do not appreciate the story of Last of Us 2, but I can appreciate what it does gameplay-wise, and I can appreciate that they took a vision and they stuck to it to the end, albeit I don't like it, and they didn't change it, which is one of my biggest pet peeves with developers and just creators in, in general nowadays. So I will give them credit for sticking to their guns and not taking the ending and like being like, you know what, everyone does hate this. Let's remake this again. And paying people off to get Game of the Year? Game of the year, that is a we're not we're not putting that in this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was just I just I just thought I'd spice it up want, a little I bit. You to, <laughs> I know you like taking the needle and putting it ever so to the right. But that's about all the credit they're getting from me. Like story wise, you can't anyone who was really invested in those characters and were just that pushed aside by Last of Us Two, there's no way you, those characters are so fundamentally changed that they can't, you can't go back, right? Like, you can't go back to that franchise and be like, and so, like, I thought, you know, Last of Us, when I originally heard they was being remade, I was like, okay, this is kind of smart because if they remake it in, like, true PS5 form and remind us why we love those characters, maybe they can use that as a gauge to be like, okay, we kind of screwed up. Let's take the same universe and like take a different approach. But no, they just actually don't care because they just, you know, instead of taking the dial and taking it from seven to like 12, they took the dial and said, oh, seven, take it to seven and a half. All right, we're good. Uh, it's $70 now. Oh, let's take out a feature that everyone loved. So, they, but it has accessibility features, Dom. 
Yeah, like like it's the text to, as fuck. text to voice, <laughs> text to voice captions. I love it. Like what the fuck? Like how the fuck is a person that can't see supposed to play this damn game? I mean, if they can pull it off, then by all accounts, do it. I have no idea. I don't know how it works. All right. So one last question on this, because this topic is really stupid as fuck at the end of the day. This is mind-numbingly dumb. It, It really is. But one more question. Do you think that if they have prepared themselves as much as 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 much as microsoft did for the subscription services uh to try and put their brand on other objects or other like other uh hardware like TVs and um uh iPads and shit like that do you think that if they had gone with it with the plan of rebuilding the game of of uh of of uh last of us part 1 do you think that they would be even with even with a console shortage. Do you think they would be more successful now? And I will go this far. Let's just take Sony and Microsoft and flip them, position wise, right? Mm-hmm. If it was that simple, where Sony made Game Pass and Microsoft didn't, Microsoft wouldn't exist in the gaming space right now. They would already pull out. It'd have been over completely. Because the thing that makes me mad about Sony is that their exclusives are so goddamn strong that if they had a Game Pass-like service and just did the same thing, it would not be a competition. Um, I I agree with you up until that point, but I'm going to offer a little bit of pushback. Because with Microsoft in itself being like a, uh, what is it, a trillion-dollar company, yeah, I don't think they would have pulled out. I definitely I mean, they, they'd be hanging around, but it'd just be like at that point they'd be because Microsoft's biggest problem is breaking into the Japanese market before now. If Sony had Game Pass, they just wouldn't even been able to get in there. Sony took the gas off; they didn't even take their foot off the gas. They jumped out the car and then left it <laughs> idling, and then actually had let someone else take the car. Is what Sony basically did. But wait, because they, Microsoft has broken in because of because of the PlayStation 5 not being able to get out to the Japanese market like Xbox yeah. finally broke that fucking market it, it took I mean, them they years they didn't just break it they they actually got a, a good foothold now why because Sony didn't think about it they thought they were goddamn invincible they really did they were like we have a super fan base never going to fucking fail us we can charge whatever we want and uh, since we can't make games on PS5 because nobody has PS5s, we'll just keep making games on PS4 to make money, and then everything will catch itself up. And then Microsoft pulled the sneakiest shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. They just bought everything. And they just kept buying everything until literally Sony was like, hey, stop that. And they were like, well, no. <laughs> as soon as I saw MLB The Show, go onto game pass i was like this shit is already over you don't realize you actually got screwed see and that's kind of where like i don't want to see them fall but if i was on let's say i am let's say i concede to all of that right where it's over for them let's say i concede to that uh fuck i just went completely blank after i said that what the fuck um um Fuck, what was I going to say? 
let's say I can see to all that. I have seen some fucking comeback stories. And I have seen because Sony themselves have done this shit. Right. Where it was just like, oh, it's over for Microsoft, motherfucker. It's over. But we saw Microsoft come back. Like, do you think we'll see a comeback story like that from Sony? No, because Sony doesn't have the ingenuity in the leadership position. Mm. That's their biggest problem. See, Microsoft knew, you know, first of all, they got rid of old dude way back at the beginning of Xbox One. Yeah. And they got Phil Spencer in there. And Phil Spencer looked at the situation and was like, we need to redo everything we're doing and, and think about this in a different, different way because we're not going to beat them game for game. It's not going to happen, and we need to be willing to spend our wallet and just look at it a different way. They and Basically, they borrowed from Nintendo. Remember, Nintendo was like, we ain't trying to compete. We're just going to do something else. Microsoft was like, not a bad idea. We're going to do the same thing. So all three companies went in a different direction, and Sony thought they were fighting a console war, and what they were actually fighting is like a streaming yeah. war. I, w- I would say it's a streaming war. They, they're fighting a streaming war that they're not so, winning. No, they're because they're too well, they, far behind. They didn't know they were playing. <laughs> they had no idea they were playing. And no, because was just shoving their wallet wherever. Because and, they thought they won. That's what it was. Well, they they knew they won the game like exclusivity war, right? Yes. But where Microsoft, I mean, they just really they made it. They basically presented an offer that literally no gamer could refuse, and then they put it in a place that everyone could get it. You don't have an Xbox? No problem. Everyone has a PC or has some kind of access to a PC. Or That's two thirds of your base right there. Right? Like, and think about it this way Game Pass for PC actually has more options because I can't play Death Stranding right now, but you can. Yeah, that's true. If you have right. a PC, that could. And yeah. I mean, technically, I could just boot up my PS5 and do it, but like, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> It's that bad, huh? It's not that bad. It's it's just uh, for me, Death Stranding never moved the needle to like I want to play it, but I definitely watched it played, and I definitely watched like you know the videos of the story and stuff. So because it's a Kojima story, and it has a lot of good points, I just don't know if I can play that game, and I still should try it anyway. I think I will, but now it's like, do I just want to like play it on a PS5 or do I just want to get a PC just in spite of Sony at this point? <laughs> Get a PC because you can not. get a PC because you can play Sony games on PC now too. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I, I don't know why. I still don't understand why everyone's so mad about that. Anyone, look, all these games are great. All right, I give Sony the credit where it's due. Their games are fantastic. I literally just said five minutes ago, if it was the other way around, they'd have won already. But why is everybody so mad about? Sony games being on PC. Don't you want other people to play games? Your toys are only your toys. Like no one else can play with your toys. I'm going to say this and then we're going to move on. There are some people that just cannot move on to the digital age. Like remember when Cade was talking about like the nostalgia factor in gaming and how it wasn't that important to him. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Uh, I'm understanding that more often now. I'm, I'm definitely understanding that better now. Because, like, the more we get hooked up in, like, how gaming used to be and the games that used to come out and uh, how we used to play them, 
Like, it just seems like the further and further away, if you remain in that space, you're just going to get left behind. Gaming yeah. will forever, gaming will forever, um, it'll, it'll forever progress the further, the, the further in years that the older that it gets, uh, gaming is relatively still new booty when it comes to the entertainment industry. So there's way more room for it to progress even, even yet. And still like you're talking about, they had VR back in the day. They're bringing back VR VR now, and you can do so much more with it than you could back then. So what else do you do next? And that's the question that should be asked. Like after the digital age and after streaming games on stream, like what do you do after that? And that's I tell you what Sony should do. They should just open up Game Pass to their freaking console, make a deal, uh, you know, have a cut of the profits, and become more of a publisher for uh, games instead of consoles. Two options. Go. Two options. Either, <laughs> and this will break Sony <laughs> heavily on both ends. They are, they are already broken. Sir. Yes, but it'll break them more. So. Either they be they either they stop the console war and they become a third party dev just like Sega, or they somehow pull every bit of resources, money, all that shit out of their couch cushions, and they tr- attempt to purchase EA. The problem with the latter, though, is that Microsoft has already set the set the scale of what would be expected if like they, EA they, were to be purchased. They can't, they can't do that, and it's not even a financial reason. See, like when Microsoft bought Activision, they were really smart. First, they bought it for a ridiculous amount of money. So if you think EA is selling for less than that, get out of here. Well, and that's why I said that. Microsoft bought Activision to make sure Sony would stay in line. Basically, like all this like game blocking stuff from Game Pass or whatever. Basically, Microsoft is saying, yeah, we'll let Call of Duty in whatever. Dude, but get, if you try some dumb shit, we'll pull Call of Duty out. Dude, get you out can't of my have any fucking head. Get out of my head because that was what I thought when they made that when they made the acquisition was like, hey, you're not gonna block any more content from yes, Xbox exactly. players. Like you're exactly totally not gonna pay what and then on top of that, like what is two hundred million dollars just to take a certain piece of the game out versus sixty eight million to just outright fucking own the fucking rights to the game itself honestly so i mean they can't they can't buy ea because microsoft would be like cool you don't get you don't get any of these games you don't get any bethesda games you don't get any activision games you don't get any microsoft games well go ahead and pull minecraft off your uh thing now which by the way is still one of the number one games in the world uh so uh good luck with that but nintendo will still have all that stuff yeah that's why they did that they can't. They can't acquire something that Microsoft does not want them to acquire. And that's that's why I say like, have they lost? I mean, it doesn't really matter win or lose at this point. I'd say they've locked them down. Like they they can't do anything Microsoft doesn't want them to do. Which is really interesting. I don't think we've ever seen that actually in the gaming industry. Like, Never. Someone locks someone else down and just be like, you're gonna do exactly what we want you to do. Sega tried to. Sega tried and they lost that fight. Yeah. They just did it in a different way. They did it through advertising. But yeah. And like the whole, you know, the whole Death Stranding thing is just the icing on the cake. Because I think it's in Microsoft reminding them like anything you leave at a loose end, we will fucking get. 
like going to the third going to the publisher and being like you know paying them money brilliant a little scummy too but brilliant (laughs) it's it's brilliant what's brilliant the last thing one thing what is this fucking feature that xbox held back on but which one there was a feature that you showed me that Mm. they held back on just to be able to I can't fucking remember what that was. It was in some tweet. It was some tweet about I, it. I sent a lot of tweets, so I'm like really trying here. Well, I'm, I'm even looking through our conversation. Well, I mean, because like, if they're if it's true and they're really holding back, and you're saying that PlayStation wants them to compete, well, then they're doing just that. Well, they but see, there's a there's a legitimate reason why they want them to. Because they can't do anything regardless. If Sony succeeds, so does Microsoft. I mean, like, literally, because they own Activision and Bethesda. Well, that deal... So anything that sells on Sony's side and those development companies, they get that money. Well, they're trying <laughs> they to get- stop it. They're trying to stop it because that deal technically won't go through until, I think, mid-next year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a while, but there's no... There's no stopping. Sony is the only one that's actually against it. I think, and I think that's why this deal is taking so long because they wanted to make sure everybody got everything out of the fucking way. They knew Sony was going to retaliate. They knew that uh, they were going to be a part of uh, investigations. They knew it. I think that's part of the reason why it's taking so long. By, By the way, I didn't say anything about it, but another company bought a lot bunch of rights to thq games and uh, lord of the rings yes um, the what the fuck was it it was ah, i covered this like months ago um yeah it just happened yesterday too oh no they, they it wasn't it, well because thq uh gosh damn it who is it because uh it was they were actually a part of uh Gosh, damn it, what was it? They were a part of Square Enix, and Square Enix sold them to some company that does, like, board games and shit like that. Like, I could have swore that's what happened originally, right? Uh, It's something like that, but, like, like, literally just recently they were acquired. And as well as a bunch of other actual properties. And, like... I, I grazed it, and I was like, wow, that's actually kind of a big deal. But at the same time, there's just so much interesting news that just happened. It's like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to be able to really delve into that. I, I really think we're in the space of transitioning in gaming. Because it's slow. I look, at it, I look at it this way. As slow as news really is in gaming when it comes to, like, gaming announcements, like, games announcements and shit like that, like, we're in this, like, huge fucking transition. And I don't think, like, it's, this is new. I think we've been in this transition for a better part of a decade. Oh, and yeah. I, think, I think Nintendo started that train. Also, how are they supposed to get Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic to come out this year? Uh, they don't, because as far as I know, that was canceled, <laughs> wasn't it? No, 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 it was. And then it was gave to another developer yesterday, and they said they are on track to release this year. You know what that means? There's only two options. Option one. It's basically Last of Us 1. Option oh, two. Lord. It's going to get delayed. It'll get delayed. More than it likely, it'll get, get delayed. delayed. It better get it delayed. It should. It, it definitely should. They can't just, they can't cancel a game and then acquire this game and then pick it back up. 
like and just say we're on track like no you're not in the green you're not they, you're not green not lit you're not gonna they get green lit there's no way there's no, no fucking way you're not you're not yeah. green lit for at least another year and get, I, get out of here and i'm being nice and they say they're on track well, I guess we'll see. It's it's either that or they're gonna suffer the same fate that Cyberpunk is in CDPR right now. I mean, I mean, good luck to them. I'd like to see a nice, nice of the old Republic uh, remaster, remake, whatever. But uh, yeah, it's not happening. Not this year. All right, so yeah. we got a little spicy, but not too spicy. It's 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 mild. We got in the mild sauce portion of 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 this. Was that the mild picante sauce? Yes, that was, that was the mild picante sauce. Now, we are coming to, and I don't think, I don't think we're going to disagree. I don't think we're going to disagree on much. I think there's like a couple of things I have a pushback Here. on. I sent the group, uh, I assume you'll just go through in a later podcast. Talk about it. It, was a, it was Embracer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's who uh that's who bought them originally. That happened like months ago. They were talking about that months ago. Yeah, but they they just got Lord of the Rings too. Oh, uh, so that one's the new one. I could have swore yeah, that was yeah. a part of it, but I I wasn't sure. All right, so um, Dragon Ball just got hit in all its glory in all the years. If you've never followed Dragon Ball. From the very beginning up until now, you are never going to fucking understand this conversation. I'm just going to be clear about that. For anybody that's listening to this, if you have not followed from that point, the very very beginning, I'm talking about before Z. I'm talking about when Goku was lifting up Bulma's skirt-like days. You are never going to understand this conversation. This is for... And, and if and this is a perfect learning opportunity and and hopefully I, what I'm really hoping for out of this conversation is I get people to that haven't seen like the old shows to go back and watch all the way through all the way through Dragon Ball all the way through Z uh even GT I'll say that even GT because that's gonna come up here too uh this conversation is definitely not for the faint of heart because I'm definitely going to say some shit that's going to ruffle some fucking feathers. Mm, feathers. So I'm just giving everybody a fair warning. I just read the manga myself too, like about an hour before this podcast. So oh, I, have, I have a lot to fucking say. Um, so if you follow through all the years, you know that they have gone through many different aspects of Dragon Ball. At the beginning, it was technique. In Z, it was technique. power levels. The technique, uh, it technique. was it was uh, power levels and transformations. And GT, it, I don't know what the fuck GT was. To save my life, I don't know what that was. I think that was like them paying for everything that happened. Maybe. To super, to lazy ass super. There's my first hot take of this conversation. Lazy ass super. So to get into the real conversation, 
Frieza now has another another transformation. Black Frieza. That's right. Black motherfucking Frieza. Like Samuel L. Jackson Frieza. But Lord Black Frieza? <laughs> Where do we even begin with this, man? Because like I don't I don't know how I feel about this. Like when you found out uh, about Black Frieza, like what was your initial thoughts? Uh, I'm excited. I was excited because I love Frieza, and that's about it. Also, your lazy take on Dragon Ball Super writing is not a hot take. That's that's pretty legit. I should say that. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's a hot take. Some people really like the writing, but I, I definitely don't. I would argue that ever since Majin Buu. The writing has been really off. I actually think that the Majin Buu saga was a mistake. I'm going to be real. Like, don't get me wrong. All right. I actually like the Majin Buu saga. But if you really think about, like, it's not about the story of Dragon Ball, but if you think about the creation of, like, you know, the manga and the anime and all that stuff, um, it just shouldn't have happened. Akira Toriyama did not want to make that. He was done after the Cell Saga. He told the story he wanted to tell. He wanted Gohan and, to take over. Hey, he wanted Gohan to take over. And everyone said no. And this is actually a callback. That's why I said earlier, too, that uh, one of my pet peeves is when artists take things and, and change them because the fans don't want to, to see their vision to the end. Because the it just comes diluted. Right, like now, I don't know if he had an actual plan for the whole thing. Probably didn't, but I don't like that he kind of reneged on his own vision because you can tell, even though the Booz Hago is cool, it just was not his heart wasn't in it. And then he didn't even he doesn't even make Dragon Ball anymore. He just says yes and no to certain decisions. He's not even making it. I was gonna say, isn't he like behind the scenes? Isn't there like a new artist? He's really so Toyotaro is the guy he selected to make the Dragon Ball series from then forward. And he consults him on certain things like, can I give him this form? Can I give him that form? Uh, What do you think about if I take it this direction? But do you really think Toriyama is that invested in like something that he really didn't want to go maybe this far in this direction? Yes. I don't know. Like, the only. Oh man, then you need to follow him on Facebook because he is promoting this shit like fucking no other. Because it adds to his wallet, but I don't think it's like something he's super proud of. I think he's proud to a point, but I don't think it's something that he's like, yeah, I completely endorse all these decisions and whatever, and I think everything is 100% what I would do. Because I just don't, I just don't see it. But, but I would argue, so I would actually argue that if that, if that wasn't the case, then like heroes, Dragon Ball heroes shouldn't even exist then. Because if he wasn't proud, like I would have stopped it right after the fucking tournament of power. Fuck, I go as far as I would have stopped it after the Goku Black fucking arc. I would have stopped it right there. Because Dude, if you would have told me that Dragon Ball Super was the way it was, I would have just been like, just don't make Dragon Ball Super. See, but this is why I can only have this conversation with you, right? Because I have heard everybody fucking hyping this fucking show up for the life of me. And I'm just like, I don't fucking understand it. Like, I can go into little details, right? In Dragon Ball Z, you could see 
everybody's age come out. There was so much more fucking detail in it. Like, even Goku, who was dead for like seven years, somehow fucking aged. But when I look at Dragon Ball Super, like, everybody looks like they've like lost age by like 20 years. Like, Bulma, by that point, by the point that they're telling that story, Bulma already looked like she was like pushing 40. So then why and does then she, she, she like de-aged? Yes. Like she, why the fuck does Bulma look like she's like 19 now? Cause she's rich, bro. I guess like, is she rich enough to like pay for new animation? Did she break through like the fourth dimension or something? Like, did she break through the fourth wall? Like what the fuck happened? Like, I don't feel the passion in the fighting e- even anymore. That's, that's my problem with the show as a dream. Like, so I, I, I hate a few things about it. I like watching Dragon Ball Super because it's cool to have fun anime fights because who the hell doesn't like cool anime fights from time to time. But I hate that it's the Goku show. Well, my fault. My, my fault. But Goku and Vegeta show. But Vegeta doesn't really get a whole lot. I hate that technique is taken out of fighting in general. How do you have a fucking show about fighting that doesn't brush on technique? Because <laughs> that's, that's literally oh, part man, of man. That's why. That's why I'm so fucking. That's why I said I don't know where to take this from here because there is so much to actually cover with this. Like, all right. So the new movie. Before we get into it, are you going to see the new movie? Uh, yeah, I am gonna go see the new movie, and then I'm gonna probably be like, "Oh, that was a fun experience because Gohan has some shine," and then that's probably gonna be it. See, but I, I I don't know. For one, I don't know how much I believe that because they thought because. Because uh, because they did that with the last one. Two, I can't subscribe to whatever the fuck they're doing with this animation. I can't do it. I cannot fucking subscribe to it. So I bring the movie up. I bring the movie up to ask you because they keep fucking like Dragon Ball has like like this really bad cycle. So it seems like when they run out of a storyline and they can't think of anything original, they'll cycle back to something in the past, right? So as far as I was concerned, Red Ribbon Army was destroyed. And I mean, like, completely, like, well, not totally. Not totally. There was still a couple of members here and there, and you got got to see them in the Cell Saga, right? But it's not as prominent as it was in Dragon Ball. I want to ask you this because, like, Red Ribbon Army... If you didn't watch, if you didn't watch the original series, this question will go right. Like for the people that have never seen it, will it will go right over your fucking head. When you think Red Ribbon Army, who's the OG of the Red Ribbon Army? I can give a name, but I want to hear yours first. I mean, for me, it'd be Jero, but like that's not really. That's that's. I mean, was he even? Really, that prominent? In, see, I don't remember a whole lot of Dragon. He wasn't like, in. He was. He was he mentioned. Just, he was mentioned in Dragon Ball, but he was never seen. As far as I knew, he was never seen. But when I say OG, I'm talking General Tao. Chicken. Yes, General Tao was a bad motherfucker. It was one of the first bad guys that like Goku really struggled against. And he came back twice. 
once yeah wasn't he he's robotic one second time if i remember yeah because he was in the tournament if i if i remember correctly he came he came back in the tournament because uh the crane the the crane master it was his brother i believe i mean i was a little confused because when you say crane master that means that there was a fighting technique and dragon ball isn't about fighting techniques so Oh, it was totally about fighting technique. Like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about like when they were learning techniques, like Goku's first Kamehameha wave when he first fired that shit off when it was the size of a fucking yarn ball. Like, are you telling me this isn't a show about transformations? No. It's oh, a show fuck. about technique. Technique. In fact, that bled over a little bit into Dragon Ball Z at the beginning. At the beginning. Yeah. Like even Vegeta had fucking technique and you're just like, wait, this motherfucker comes from like planet Vegeta that no longer exists. And this motherfucker has just as much technique, if not more than Goku. And he developed his own shit. Vegeta had a different fighting stance than everyone else. Yeah. Cool. Where did that go? And then actually, where did fighting stances go in that show? Goku kept them all. That's what happened. Goku kept them and pocketed them all. You saw it in the Cell Saga. Like, during the Cell Perfect Cell Tournament? That's another thing I have a gripe with with Dragon Ball Z, too. Because, like, Dragon Ball made sense why they had so many tournaments. But in Z, it's just lazy writing. Like, you didn't get a tournament until, cell, until the Cell Saga. And then we get the Other World Tournament. And then you get a tournament... Like directly after that one, that leads to the Majin Buu saga, which then leads into another tournament. And it makes no sense because half of the people they're fighting, all of the people they're fighting don't even have power levels. So the only competition that they have is against themselves. And the one random motherfucker that comes out of space to be reading. Yes. And that one random motherfucker, or gets a stamp on his forehead. Oh yeah, I forgot the Mazin stamp. So there's so much, man. I don't know. Like I said, I don't think we're gonna disagree on much. There's one thing I wanted to push back on. Um, you said stop buying into Dragon Ball, right? Yes. I don't think that's possible to do. Not because you no. couldn't influence people to do it, but it's. It, it because we're in an age right now where there's just so much more to just than to just um than to just cut off the money flow. You'd have to stop the algorithms too. You'd have to the, stop the, thing, the algorithms, and then you'd have to like take it out of the public eye altogether. The thing about Dragon Ball is that uh, a lot of like what media and everything's doing now is like the race to get the cultural event. You know, like gaming has Call of Duty. And like for anime, it's it's Dragon Ball. Like, it's it's a cultural icon now. You you actually can't delete Dragon Ball. It's too it's too much an event. It's too ingrained. Like, that's that's a thing that like has to go away generationally. Mm-hmm. It's not like, and even then, you know, like look at Star Wars, right? Star Wars has kind of had its ups and downs. Like every now it's it's good and it's bad and it's good again, and the shows are good and the movies are bad. But no matter what, like it spans generationally as a cultural icon. Everyone's going to go see Star Wars, whether it's good or bad, because they want to know, A, is it good or bad? And B, why? 
so they can talk about it with everybody because it's that high in status that it's just, it's an event no matter what. That's what Dragon Ball is. Japan's you know cultural event is Dragon Ball. So yeah, you really can't. And that's why I was like, that's never going to happen when we talked about it in like the thing mm-hmm. I put in the parentheses. It won't happen because it just won't. Like no matter what, even if all the OG Dragon Ball fans were to be like, no, nah, we're not doing it anymore. There's so many new Dragon Ball fans, which is good. You know, like if they enjoy it, they enjoy it. Yeah. But to me, it just means that Dragon Ball isn't really for the people. It's not for us. They used to love it. You know, it's just not for us. It's anymore. not for us. Anymore. And that's fine. It's perfectly okay. Because there's other things out there. You know, it's, there's, there's new things to watch and, and try and stuff like that. And you've got to move on from like those things. Let me say so this, like, you know. like, like Dragon Ball painted the fucking way for a lot of these animes that I bitch about nowadays. <laughs> Let me tell you that because like where Dragon Ball did all this tournament shit and power levels, like so many animes followed suit with that just in their own ways. And the one anime that had a chance to actually change the fucking trajectory of that couldn't continue. And that's Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho was cool. It was. Don't worry, I'm sure they'll make a live remake of it on Netflix. Oh my god, I'm not looking forward to that. (laughs) That's a whole other fucking conversation. I hate that shit. I hate the fact that they're putting that out. But you know what? Fuck it. If it suffers the fate that that it should that it should suffer rather than Cowboy Bebop, I'm good. I'm totally good with it. But back to Dragon Ball. So you said you've you've read part of this manga. I'm caught up. I'm where I need to be. I know what happens at the end. I know that I know the big twist and all that. So so then we we we. I don't have to talk about spoilers, but I will say that this is like the most brutal fucking shit that I've seen. I've never like gas the way gas looks. Yeah, like when he was fighting, he looked like a fucking zombie. Like, how do you become like he? They wish for him to be like the strongest in the universe, and like, does that mean that it costs you like? everything like because i know when granola made that wish right he said they would actually kill him so yeah. i think we actually got to see that uh we actually got to see that through gas i thought that was pretty fucking brutal then here comes frieza with a fucking brand new transformation for that ass and this i guess Which he didn't use by the way he did until he, he didn't use it on gas, though. He used it on uh, Goku and Vegeta. Goku and Vegeta, yeah. Like, did he know something that they didn't? Well, I don't know. Like, like, maybe Goku and Vegeta are actually stronger than they think? Well, I mean, Frieza left the whole entire universe. Yeah. To go to a different one. To train for 10 years. Essentially, what it was, it was like a pocket. It was almost like the hyperbolic a time chamber in a sense. Yo, how how heated do you have to be about two Saiyan monkeys to like actually do that? Uh, you <laughs> turn black. It's insane. I <laughs> and see that's that's where my issue is because this shit should be like for heroes, right? Because heroes focuses on that kind of shit. It focuses on the fan, the fan love. Whereas like Frieza's time was over the minute that Goku went fucking Super Saiyan. How the fuck 
does Cooler come out with a much fucking better transformation and Frieza still gets love? I think we lost Roxas. Oh. Oh, there you go. Okay. Hey, I'm here. Did you hear that question? No, I did not. Okay. So I asked, how the fuck does Cooler get a much cooler transformation? And we still show love to Frieza and all his bullshit. Miss Salisbury's. Uh, <laughs> see, we talked about this in gaming. I cannot leave this out of there. Do you think that is a problem? for how this show is going is the nostalgia factor do you think the yeah, nostalgia factor is the thing that keeps everyone coming back that used to watch the show but it's not going to be the same no it's not but it's it's one character that they know that is relevant that they can keep having come back over and over again and people are invested in that character see but that's the problem that i have because z was so quick to throw him away but then now all of a sudden Super is so quick to keep him into the fucking show. Like, that makes no fucking sense to me. Like, do you know how many years that was? It's what we're making characters, dude. Uh, yeah, I get that. Because, like, who the fuck <laughs> names their characters Granola, uh, Gas, uh, Alec, and all that shit? Like, they're trying too hard even with the names. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> that was another thing. Like if you didn't watch it from the beginning, like all the names felt, they felt authentic. Like everything felt authentic. Like you had, you had a uh, commander red who was like the commander of the whole red ribbon army. And then you had like all the like different colored colors and shit. Then you had the Android numbers. Then you had Piccolo, which all of his fucking minions were like some named after like instruments and shit. Like everything felt more. Uh, it just felt so not forced. It felt it felt like it was natural, like Planet Vegeta, like Kakarot, Vegeta, Broly, Raditz, like all of that fucking all of those names like. Like the names in super pale in comparison. Like who the fuck names their like what well, what is what is the fucking uh what is the fusion chicks names? Uh fuck, I can't fucking remember their names. Kefla. Kefla. The Kale and Khalifa. Yeah. Where's Khalifa? Uh, yeah, right? And then what was the what was the prince of those Saiyans names? I forgot his name. Um I actually don't remember. It wasn't that impactful, right? Like it, they feel forced now. And the planet cereal, come on, we could do better than that. I make my teeth bacterial. <laughs> when do you think the writing really started getting lazy? Because I argue that the writing started getting lazy in the middle of the Majin Buu saga. Like, I agree. I agree with that. Just before, just before my, uh, uh, Super Boo if, uh, took over Gohan and um, Gotenks. Or, or Go, yeah, it's Gotenks. 
I think when they killed everyone on Earth, they like hit a wall and they were like, well, I don't know what we're going to do, but we better do something. <laughs> and it just kind of went downhill from there. Oh, man. And even the stories began to change. Do you, am I the only one that noticed how much the story, the like Goku's origin story has changed? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I like how in the manga it kind of it does go into his origin a little more, but at the same time, it's like if you watched original Dragon Ball, it just kind of feels like it doesn't feel like it's betraying his origin. It's just really hard to like put those pieces together. I guess it just doesn't make any sense. Um. If we go by Z's terminology for the story, Goku wasn't even but a baby. No. Yeah, exactly. Before he left. Why the fuck is he a toddler or damn near five years old when he leaves this time? Uh, Because time theory is a bitch, bro. Apparently, apparently when Trunks came back from from the future, he did a lot more than just fucking create a whole nother fucking universe. He stopped aging itself. Ages. He stopped aging. He changed the storyline of how Goku came to be. He changed Bardock's future. That's another thing, too. That is one thing I want to see happen. Uh, All the futures. I do want to see Goku finally meet his father. That's the only thing I want to see. That would be nice. Maybe it'll make it happen. Maybe but, he'll wish him back. But something. it's so inconsistent. Actually, technically, shouldn't Bardock actually be alive? He should because be. he wished everyone back that got killed by Frieza, right? Yeah. So shouldn't Bardock be somewhere like... But know. wait, 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 wait. Here's another question because the manga is this is where everything is so fucking inconsistent, right? Shouldn't Goku remember his father? He sort of does, but not really. Because in the manga he's like, "Who's who's Bardock?" But in the yeah, movie he's just like so many fucking inconsistencies. Yeah. I think that started with GT2. Oh, I slid GT in there. Um, I think that started with GT. Even though GT <laughs> was trying to be consistent with the storyline, something in that writing fucked up. And I think it was when they introduced the Tuffle. When they introduced Baby. I think that's where things really got fucked up. Am I wrong? I think I lost you again. What the hell? And we are back. Apologies, technical difficulties and whatnot, but we are back. Uh, are I t- yeah, for for now, let's see what <laughs> let's see what happens. This is actually a a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what the fuck we were talking about. I know You're we were talking about actually. Oh yeah, GT. Cause I, I like, snuck oh, that shit in there. No. And you're like, oh, yeah, I slid that in there. And I was like, no, Dom, don't do it. And you're like, I'm doing it anyway. And then you went on a 20-minute monologue about how GT was the greatest thing to mankind. Fuck no, I didn't. I know you didn't, but, you know. <laughs> my details work. Um, 
that's the one thing I didn't throw into the accolades. How great of a fucking storyteller this guy is. So GT, what was that? Oh, I was saying that GT started fucking up on the um the storyline when they introduced Baby in the Tuffles. Yeah, that was like really early. Yeah. <laughs> it was really early. That was so like at the, in the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, oh, we already screwed up, guys. Uh bullshit. <laughs> like I'd argue they had they had so much potential to do more with like Oob that they wasted his potential. Yes. They Why was Oob even there? <laughs> As a filler character. Like, and then they they have the audacity to name drop him in Super, which okay, cool, but you're not gonna do. We already know you're not gonna do anything with him. I would argue, and this is just me spitballing, that it is putting characters just to fucking throw them in, because everybody knows Goku's gonna fucking save the day. Even in fiction, fan. Have you ever watched like fan fiction? Yes. Like they have, there's fan fiction that said like after Goku left with Shinron, he was trapped in the world, in some world with Shinron for like a hundred years. Uh, meanwhile, Gohan and Vegeta are left to battle his his uh, illegitimate son, had by South Kai, South Supreme Kai, and. They are able to all go, well, Gohan and Vegeta are able to go Super Saiyan 4. The problem with that story is, is that they still end up bringing back Goku. <laughs> Just do what everyone else does and wait for Goku. Yeah, right? Like, Team 4 Star had it right. <laughs> like, do sure what they, they had it right because that is exactly what the fucking story is. It's always Goku. You've never seen anybody else like get like, no, we've seen Vegeta get like 20 minutes of shine. And then all of a sudden the writing just has to say that Vegeta has to be get like cocky or he gets fucked up if by some random logic of, of the writing. And then Goku ends up having to save him. And then we go through the cycle of, oh, well, Vegeta's going to get pissed at Goku. And then, well, then he gets a stamp. The stamp on his forehead here. By the end That's of the one thing I did like about that though is the Majin like so that part was kind of cool and the stamp on his forehead part. But like the my problem is so in the Cell Saga, they did the whole thing where Vegeta was a stubborn ass dude, super prideful. His pride got everyone fucking killed basically, almost. And then Gohan's pride did almost the same thing and they both to not let that happen their characters grew and their character arc was complete and then the boo saga they did the exact same thing again like vegeta suddenly forgot that he had character development and then in super they did the exact same thing again again actually i would argue vegeta had the most character development out of that whole show he did he absolutely did but they did it again like they just recycled it where Vegeta's like, I learned. And he's like, you know what? Not actually. And then he's like, I learned again. Mm. And he's like, no, really. And then I learned the same thing. I learned for the second time. 
but for real this time. All right, hold on, because this is why I push back on that. Where did you see Vegeta not learning or and and learning again? Because what I saw was a man so filled with hatred for Goku that he was confused. Then I saw a man for the first time ever sacrifice himself for somebody other than himself. Then after Goku transformed, he got mad at him for transforming to Super Saiyan 3, which is like, that's a whole other pattern in this show after a while, after Frieza. Team four stars. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then towards the end, you see him give up on his rivalry with Goku altogether. He already gave up on his rivalry at the end of the episode. He said he wasn't a warrior anymore. He never will be. He already did that. He already got over his pride in the cell. He already accepted his place in the world in the cell saga. No, he said he. And then he did it again. No, because then when Goku died, it felt like his life wasn't worth living anymore. Yeah, you. Can say you absolutely can say he felt like his life. Was well, he said that he was like, without Goku, I have nobody else to compete with, so I'll never fight again. But <laughs> as like soon as Gohan's top liver, but yeah, but it, I know, right? Like, fuck Gohan, like Kakarot's the only one that matters because he's a full blood, and I think that's another issue that they never actually said that he even even with his own son, he never saw him the same way yeah. as he would a full blood. He has to get over that. I will. I will give him that. The fact that they do develop Vegeta's character a lot, but it really feels like they retread a lot of the things that he has already learned the first time. I was like, dude, you already know this, but I mean, at least you get a cool transformation out of it. I guess. I still don't understand how he got Ultra Ego in the Tournament of Power. Still, still not sure about that. By the way. I'm not sure about that either. <laughs> He's like, you did you the whole thing doesn't make sense. All right. He fought he's fighting Topo. Topo throws away all his beliefs and whatever in terms of the god of destruction. Vegeta's like, blah blah blah, stay in pride, blah blah. How dare you throw everything away? Magic transformation. The fuck bro, you were already believing the things you were believing beforehand. How did that fucking work? I don't understand this show for that reason. Like Jiren in himself was an inconsistency because being in the group that he was in, the galactic, what was it called? The galactic, um, weren't they like a form of the galactic police or some shit? (laughs) Why are you making me remember details that are important, but not really? Uh, fuck. I don't remember that. The, well, the well because because of the simple fact that if that was the case, right? If if that group was about justice and seeing it served, what the fuck was Jiren doing in that group? Because yeah. Jiren was only out for himself. He's an asshole. I will say also, Vegeta blowing himself up and doing that sacrifice is the greatest fucking thing ever in that show. But using that again in the tournament of power is balls. I fucking hated that. And then both 17 and Vegeta survive their sacrifice moment. It's like, what the fuck? There's nothing to lose anymore. 
They both exploded. <laughs> There's nothing to lose anymore. Explosions I and hate, have no repercussions. <laughs> I hate this about this show. And about the manga. They had so much They had so much promise with Moro. So oh, much fucking promise with Moro. And they fucked it up. You know what? Somebody changed my perspective on this too. Because I said the same thing about um uh the last bad guy in the thousand year blood arc in uh blood war arc in Bleach, where they kept yeah. just adding powers onto him. Nope, 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 no. I take it back. I take it back because my perspective was changed. Thank you. I, I can't remember your fucking name to save my life, but thank you because you actually helped me to better compare the two. Both of them, both of these bad guys are very powerful, very powerful individuals. Both get the motor going. Like Frieza sat in the background most of the time. No, this motherfucker was out in the open. Both of them were. The problem is, is that, uh, you have one that's derived from that is derived from God from, or from from the uh, the soul king, as they would call it in Bleach, yeah. which would explain a lot of his powers and the fact that he could give his powers away to people. But then you have another individual who can eat planets, right? He can eat planets, but then you still have an army behind you. And you have a backup of yourself? Why do you need any more? Especially if you can become the planet itself. Like, you're undefeatable then, right? Or am I crazy? You think, but you clearly underestimate the power of spirit, instant fucking Goku, ultra instinct, autonomous movement. Which looks oddly like Susano from, from Naruto Shippuden. I mean, I don't know if he stole it from Naruto or he stole it from Avatar. Let's say 50-50. Well, no, definitely stole it from fucking Naruto. Never mind. No to say. I just, I just don't get it. I, I, I don't understand how this show is still running. The, the whole show, it, I, okay, so when I heard about Super at first, I was like, yo, that's dope. They're going to go travel to other universes and fight strong. The show should have literally been it should have just, it, because it's already the Goku and Vegeta show, it should have just been Goku and Vegeta, not in Universe 7, in other universes, handling other universe shit. Trying to do that. And like trying to like, trying to help with those problems and shit. Make it a world traveling fucking thing. Something like that. But instead, they decided to make everyone irrelevant, but keep everyone in the show. Are they so? And they just continually recycle moments that are really cool. Are are because uh, uh, this is this is gonna drive me up the wall. Uh, are they making Goku and Vegeta like the new angel and god of destruction because they live with Beerus and Wheeze? I feel like it's gonna be Frieza. It's the god of destruction, probably. But like, yeah, I mean, well, because they were teaching what was he? He was teaching. Wheeze was teaching Vegeta god of destruction stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been pretty implied that one of them is going to be one and one of them is going to be blah, blah, blah. 
it's just hard to tell because if they go in that direction, they have to completely forget about GT then. You know what? I was, I was actually talking about this with Jordan. Uh, also, hashtag, you know, plug young mesh, I guess. Not. Yeah. <laughs> I said, because we had this discussion too. I was like, I would actually pretty much be on board with Dragon Ball. If there was a villain that came out and used the Super Dragon Balls, he, it is either two things that happen. He used the Super Dragon Balls to literally take away everyone's power level. He was like a smart character that instead of using power, he used techniques and he literally used the Super Dragon Balls somehow, acquired them, to literally strip every one of their fucking power levels. That, oh, Everyone's on a fucking equal playing Because I said that in the fucking, I said that in the group. I was like, they need a ba- at this point, they need a bad guy that can like sap away everybody's fucking powers. Yes. yes. Because there's Literally. no way we can keep going through these transformation cycles, man. Like it's every like I get like like back in the day it was cool thinking about like a Super Saiyan five after a four, right? Like that was dope back then. Like yeah. now it's just like, well, now the fucking artists are doing it and now it's oversaturated with fucking with fucking um, transformations, like who knew that all of a sudden the 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 uh, as Vegeta put it, that the legend of all Saiyans was a plaything now. Who knew that Saiyans could reach? <laughs> like like they could go like if Saiyans like if Saiyans had like a drive through for transformations, it exists now. Like, well, hey, can I get that Super Saiyan Blue with the... Like, hey, can I get that Super Saiyan Blue mixed with the Ultra Instinct and a side it's, of... It's like a Sonic drink. You just mix in one thing with the other thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's just like... And, and that's what Moro could have been because Moro sucked away fucking people's energy. Yes. He ate people. The other thing I think they really need to do... I think if they're going to come up with a new villain, then literally page one of the manga. They don't even show the villain. Like, show a cloak, whatever. I don't fucking care. But show, like, the figure of the villain. Come up to Goku, instantly kill him. Straight straight out the gate. Goku's dead. Just be like, you're fucking done. And then, like, they can announce it. Like, a universe announcement. Like, I'm, I just killed your strongest warrior. And I'm going to continue killing every universe's strongest warriors. So there's no one fucking left. So try to stop me. So actually- and it becomes a survival between, like, universes. To like try and get who's whoever's left to team up to fucking try and stop whoever this fucking guy is, because that would actually work out. It would. Like, it actually would work. Like Majin Buu could have done that. Here's my exactly. problem. Here's my problem, right? With with Frieza's new transformation and everything, like yeah, he it could build into something great, right? But we know it's not going to. We know that Goku is going back to fucking uh, Weez and Beerus. It's going to be the same fucking song and dance. They're going to find a brand spanking new fucking transformation that can be on par or greater than Frieza. And I think the, just I think Frieza, Black Frieza would have been cool if they never had him as a golden trash can. Like, seriously, if Cooler, this is why I bring up Cooler, because Cooler is so fucking underrated. When Cooler brought, said, I found another transformation beyond that one, and he actually changed form, that made me actually say, hey, they're on to something, and they could have done something better with Frieza. 
No, nah, so, he just likes color palettes. Bro. Apparently, because he if really just if Sans can go gold, then whatever Frieza is, his people can go gold too. Well, I really hope that they actually do some background into the Frieza race. Which is not their actual name. It's in Xenoverse. I just forgot what the actual oh, race is called. Because they're but like because apparently Frieza has a son, but that's yet to be seen again. Um It would be nice to see, you know, some more aliens since it's a show basically about aliens too. And can somebody please make humans relevant? And why is Yamcha a joke character? Because this has actually bothered me a lot. Alright. Yes, Yamcha got his ass beat by Vegeta. But the show basically glorifies Yamcha, who tried his fucking hardest to fucking save the world, get killed by the dude that stole his fucking woman and then made his death a joke. But ever since Actually, then, he's only become, I don't know, the world's greatest fucking athlete. You know what? You know what? Fucking life. I will he push back on you on that. I'm going to push back on you that because Vegeta didn't even have to fucking touch him. It was the Cybermen that killed him. (laughs) But it's like, dude, at least he had the fucking goal to be like, yeah, fighting is not for me no more. And then use like he used this fucking shit for like something good. But like he's the joke character. Hey, if if all else fails, go to Yamcha for a good home run hit. I mean, at least, at least he fucking made it. Like everyone else is like struggling, right? Yamcha's like, oh, I don't even know. No, because because Tien put in more of a fight than he got to. At least Tien got in the tournament. Apparently, the fuck they put in Roshi, they put in Tien, they put in Krillin. They couldn't. They couldn't ask Yamcha to well thing fist somebody. The one thing I will can. The one thing I will concede on is that they stopped showing Yamcha's technique like halfway through fucking Dragon Ball. Like, Yamcha was like, when Yamcha yeah. was introduced, like, he had like the Wolf Fang fist. Um, he was a thief. And then all of a sudden when he changed, like, yeah, he was fighting on the side of good, but it just didn't feel the same. So, like, Yamcha's actually been a joke character long before Z. I guess maybe, but... I don't know if it's because he stopped training or what. I don't think he... But see, I don't think he stopped training that long. There was definitely a time where he stopped, but then, like, he did go back to training. Like, when he came... You know, when the Android Saga came out, he was training with them. He just got fucking destroyed. (laughs) Like, as soon as he stepped on that battlefield, he got fucked. Yeah, it's just... And I'm just like, I'm not actually sure that that would actually happen in that scenario. But I mean, you know, I guess you gotta, you gotta make somebody the jabroni. In in that scenario, professional death looking guy. But in that scenario, nobody could sense the androids either. No, of course not. So I mean, they knew, they knew that that was kind of the problem. He could have look. He could have seen them coming, and he still would have got fucked. I don't know, because Piccolo absolutely destroyed Jero. Like. That's bit. That's also, after the whole way they fucking dealt with that entire problem is absolutely. You also have dumb. to. You also have to consider that Piccolo had also taken in nail to himself too. So like when he's ha- when he has two different Nem- uh, Namekians in one, and then you train that on top of that, yeah, he's gonna wreck Jiro. Sure, but like I have no idea why they just let Vegeta like one v one him like. Not Jerome, but like the other. 
Oh, 19? I'm like, you guys, yeah, like you guys, I know all of you are at least considerably stronger. So why are you all not fucking just, why, why, why are you even Because that was the beginning, that was the beginning of the end for Z. Remember I w- when they like it was one strong dude and they had to like five v one that guy? Yeah, you know? like, and they all fucking enemies? yeah. I remember that, but but that's what I'm saying. Like that was the end of it because like say what you want about the Garlic Junior fucking saga, but they, I'm so glad they didn't fucking add Goku into that. I'm glad Goku was was it gone was nice from that. To have a fucking it was saga nice to have a saga. It was nice to have a saga where everybody was on equal footing and there was a bad guy that was once again more powerful than the other person. And then, like, Goku wasn't even fucking involved in it. Yeah, he couldn't do shit. And that's why because I feel like Goku, Goku, right? Because if they, put, if they put Goku in that, being a Super Saiyan, that wouldn't even have been a fight. That wouldn't have been an arc. That would have been an episode. Like, Dark Water missed. Dark Water this, bitch. And that would have been it. And then not to mention, not to mention Vegeta wasn't even there. Because if Vegeta was there, he would have made quick work of him too. And he wasn't even a Super Saiyan. Nah, he was just regular old super powerful Vegeta, but not Super Saiyan Vegeta. But he was strong enough to take out fucking God. That's where I get confused with the power level system because I think that's where it really started to get fucked up. Because Piccolo, if we use the same logic, right? Piccolo had taken in Nail, that he should have wiped the fucking floor with Garlic Jr. Because Garlic Jr. couldn't have been anywhere near yeah, Freeze's that, power level at true. the second floor. Like, form. there's no, I, I don't understand how he didn't just absolutely destroy Garlic Jr. That should not have been a fight. But then again, maybe Garlic Jr. is more powerful than we thought? <sighs> I'm not really sure what they're arguing. And like, but they can't ever seem to get their scaling right. Like, even in the new movie, like, I know some things about the new movie. Basically, it even basically it makes the old characters only two of them. The old characters more powerful than Goku and Vegeta, which I'm all for. But I I but, don't understand how that happens. But Goku <laughs> and Vegeta are supposedly nowhere in sight. Supposedly, and I don't I I don't take that. Fucking, I mean, they're in the movie. I've seen them in the trailer. Yeah, and that that's, counts as a fight to me. And I don't want them in the movie at all. And, and, and that's the problem that I'm having with this. And this is why I can't, this is one of the reasons why I can't buy into that movie. It's because of the simple fact that, like, if I see them and they're saying Goku is, or Gohan is supposed to be like the focal point, which that's a whole nother fucking inconsistency in itself, too. It's then, like, I don't know how much stock I put into Gohan being the hero of this if there's still images of, of Goku and Vegeta in this. Yeah, they're in the trailer. Yeah, That's they the are. So, so what is it? Is it just them like having one training scene? Which, why have them in at all? Just, just write a line where it's like, yo, they're busy or they can't right now. They're off. Like, whatever. You know, like, gar- the Garlic Jr. saga made sense because Goku was presumed dead. Like, or he was, was on the way back from now. I can name you one so. movie besides Garlic Jr. saga. <laughs> I can name you one movie where Goku was never involved. You want to name it for me? I don't fucking remember. <laughs> Bio oh, Broly. Oh, it was Bio Broly. He was dead. That's right. He was dead in Bio Broly. It was just his sons. He was dead Even in the second Broly movie. But he, he still managed to come something. in. He did do something, yeah. Yeah, right. he managed to come into that one. But Bio Broly was the only one that he never got involved in. <laughs> 
That that's that's ridiculous. Can we get a moment where Vegeta actually saves the day? If you give me that, like, I'll be satisfied. You don't have to do another fucking thing. I've been wanting that forever, and they just refuse. Like, Toriyama, after that, cut the fucking plug, and I think that's what'll happen. If Goku ceases to be relevant, right, then you don't have a show anymore. Or you have a completely different show. But this is... This is why I don't like uh, I don't like expanded universe like sequel shows, right? Mm-hmm. So like Boruto is another good example of this whole thing. Right? Naruto, pretty freaking amazing freaking anime. Love everything about Naruto. I think it had a pretty good run. There's some things everyone could argue about, sure, but Naruto's dope. Then we go to Boruto, and the instant problem you have with Boruto is everyone's like, "Where's fucking Naruto?" Well, this is not a show about Naruto. The Hulk, the well, whole, where's Naruto? The Hokage <laughs> should never step out of his fucking seat. He it shouldn't. was it was very rare that that happened in that show before. Now all of and a sudden, literally all about it. All well, the time. well, and that's the thing. I think part of the reason why like Naruto was actually the one that was supposed to be like the savior in that was so that they can actually stop him from being the savior because he lost the Nine Tails, just like he Sasuke. Did. Sasuke what? lost the fucking Renegon. But I feel like one of the, I think it's kind of a 50-50 problem, right? So we're all attached to these characters. And when we see another show, like, you really have to watch Boruto as if Naruto is not that big a fucking deal in there. Because it's not his show. So, like, as viewers, we should be able to do that. But we can't because we're connected to these characters. But and then, we, lot but then so we, we want to know about them. But, then but we, on the other hand... Like the creators need to find ways to just get rid of these motherfuckers. But 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 then we go back to the nostalgia factor question. Well, and because they keep hearing about like, well, where are all these guys? You can't fucking do that to Naruto. That's not right. I argue that Naruto and Sasuke should have been dead fifteen episodes into Boruto. Like you you gotta find a way to raise the stakes or make it engage because again. You're just going to have Naruto come up with a new form at some fucking point. Well, time, that wasn't right? the only mistake that they made with that anime, though, man. Like, after you no, bring out the not. Utsuki, or what was I can't even fucking pronounce that the, shit. The, the, the Utsuki uh, family. Once you bring that yeah. out, like, who else, could, who else can contest them but them? And I'd argue, why the fuck did you need a whole fucking family of them? Also, like, where the fuck did they come from? Because, like, the they definitely weren't a thing until the very, very end. <laughs> they, they're supposedly from the moon, right? Is what yes. was originally. Supposedly. But, but if you listen to Naruto, but see, this is the inconsistencies. If you listen to the lore, the, the Sage of the Six Paths created the moon. So, how is that possible? Also, it's like really hard to know which. So apparently, only one Naruto movie is canon, which is uh, I forgot which one. It's the last one. Yeah. Where they go up to the moon and like you know, uh, Hinata, he's got to save Hinata and all that. And yeah. That's when they're dealing with the Otsutsuki, but it's like, there. My problem with the Otsutsuki in general is that uh, there's no indication in the original Naruto. That they're even a fucking thing until like after they're dealing with Madara. I'm like, what? Where did it's that whole like pulling out the final boss after the final boss move? You know, yeah, it's a thing that Final Fantasy does a lot. Yeah, where it's like, by the way, this guy is actually the problem. Been the whole fucking time. 
And why have I just found out about him? That's why I like so invested in everything. Tangent. That's why I liked eight because they pulled out Altamisha like halfway through the fucking game. And at least you knew that was the that was the only Final Fantasy that did it right. A lot of credit for that, actually. Like one of the problems I have with seven, even though seven's a really good game, uh, it's like you just don't know. Like half the time, it really feels like they're trying to convince you that someone else is the problem when they're not. You're like, who? Well, it's Genova. No, it's Sephiroth. No, it's Genova. No, it's Sephiroth. Well, Genova is Sephiroth, or Sephiroth is Genova. I don't fucking know. Like. Well, back to Dragon Ball because they did that exact same thing with fucking Majin Buu. They because, did do that because you get at the beginning, you get the story of Majin Buu. You he pops out, you think that's the Majin Buu, and you're just like, what? And then all of a sudden, there's an evil Buu, and then all of a sudden, after the Super Buu, then you got a Kid Buu, and then all of a sudden, the Kid Buu is actually the one that should be feared. And it's just yeah, like, that, whoa, 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 whoa. Why didn't you say that before? And the reason why they probably didn't is because they were so busy trying to think of what else to do next. Like that brick wall that you talked about. I think that's yeah. how they overcame that brick wall. And then they managed to throw in how yeah. Majin Buu got to the the uh, the form that he was when he first emerged. Yeah. I just, ah, oh, these transformations are just driving me up the wall now. I never thought I would actually say that, but, like, when you put pen to paper, it looks good beforehand, but when you actually put pen to paper, it's just, like, it doesn't make sense anymore. It like, really doesn't. It doesn't make sense that there was ever a, a legend of a Super Saiyan God when it was never talked about before. So why the fuck would you bring out that trash-ass fucking movie with Beerus versus Goku? And then on top of that, you you have Super Saiyan Blue now, which is what I don't I still don't which understand nothing, what that which is nothing now. It's absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't understand what that form even is. I don't even I, I like. Can you tell me because I don't get it. Sure, it's it's I, I'll tell you right now. It's it's the form of God. <laughs> Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Blue. Like basically, it's the it's them. With perfect key control, internalizing it without combusting too much of it. Which makes absolutely no fucking sense. Like, it's just another way to say that they took their base, expanded their base, and made it further than what it was. But but you're right. We're not going to just skate over that like you didn't just say that. Like, you're right. If they have so much godly power and they can control it without dispersions, shouldn't they be, shouldn't they explode anyway? Because it's too much? I don't fucking know. I guess apparently they're just immune to that now. Who Who the hell knows anymore? Like, then what I, the hell is Ultra Instinct, right? Like, uh, Ultra Instinct is like the fucking... Something that only angels can get a hold of? What the fuck are they doing, man? Like, Saiyan started off as such a joke. Now, all of a sudden, they're like the saviors of the universe? Like, they're the end-all, be-all to everybody's fucking problems? Like, seriously? Really, if you're a Saiyan, you can just unlock everything. <laughs> That's why Frieza had to blow them all up. But then, but then, <laughs> but then... Let's compare like the age old fucking argument, Superman versus fucking fucking uh, Goku, right? Let's go into that for a second. Because by logic, by logic, if you're going to compare the two, right? We've always compared the we've always compared the power levels, right? But why have we never compared the opposite? What the fuck is a Saiyan's weakness beside after his tail is gone? I don't know. Earth girls? Like what? 
Packers girls. Like, because that's... Like, seriously, that seems to be the only thing that tames the saying anymore. Like, well, at least when they had their tail and they got it pulled, if you, were, if you weren't strong enough or if you didn't have enough control over it, even that in itself is like bullshit fucking, uh, bullshit fucking, uh, uh, bulletproof writing. Like, your tail at least puts you to sleep. I, I don't know. <laughs> Like, do we think about these things when we're watching this shit? Probably not. No, because it's all about the spectacle. You know, the fight is the main draw. That's too bad they can't even do it better than Demon Slayer now. Ah, that's uh, you're in my head. Who has better fights, Demon Slayer or fucking Dragon Ball? Oh, I hate you for that. I fucking I fucking hate you for that. Exactly. Ah, I hate you for that so much because okay, I hate one. Demon Slayer. Who has a better fight system? Yu Hu Hakusho or Dragon Ball? Yu Yu Hakusho. That's easier. All right. Inuyasha or Dragon Ball? Uh, Inuyasha. All right. Uh, My Hero Academia no, or Dragon no, no, Ball? No, 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 let no. Me, let me walk that one back. If you're talking Dragon Ball, then I'm going to argue Dragon Ball definitely has more technique. All right. How about let's do it this way. Dragon Ball Super. Let's let's Dragon Ball Super has better fights than My Hero Academia True or False. Uh shit. You're putting me up against all the enemies I can't fucking stand right now. Like <laughs> Don't worry, uh, it's false. I would argue I would argue <laughs> even though I hate My Hero Academia, even the fight scenes are better. That's that's what I'm saying. Dragon Ball used to be about the spectacle of fighting, right? But but it used to be about technique and everything. And they can't even do that better than base tier animes that are like now all right so you just walked me right back to what i said at the beginning that dragon ball paved the way for these motherfuckers to do the exact same shit just in their own way exactly exactly that is fucking crazy that's too much because if if you take dragon ball z versus a lot of those animes Okay, you got an argument for Dragon Ball Z. But the problem with Dragon Ball is it's lost its soul. It has no soul. Right? It just doesn't. That's how they were and able to get tell That's how they were able that, to get age back. Yes. You could tell that a lot of uh if I hit this toy over here, my bad. <laughs> a lot of fucking animes that are now like present day animes have that. They have soul, they have integrity. They have people that are really enjoying what they fucking do. And it really feels like Dragon Ball, even though it's a cultural event, that they just lost that. Which compares to what other cultural event that we know of? Fucking Call of Duty. Mm. Mm. You really mm-hmm. think about it. Uh, you really think about it. You had me. Properties. You had me up until you said that new anime has soul, and I'd argue that it's all a gimmick now. Sure, some of them are gimmicks, but I'd argue that they still have those gimmicks are still more passionate than. Uh, I don't. I would argue, like if you said like Spy Spy Family, I would have definitely been on board with you there. I mean, I'm down with Spy Family though. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm totally on board. But if you if you tell me like Demon Slayer or My Hero Academia has soul, to me it's the I, same wash, rinse, and repeat shit that we've seen over the years. Yeah, but that, I still argue that wash, rinse, repeat stuff is more impactful and has more presence and more soul than dragon ball super does i don't know because like they have the artist of the week 
and they have a guy that goes up to the creator and is like, hey, is this cool with you? Yeah, cool. All right, well, let's go. Then. I'm Except sorry. I didn't, feels like. I didn't feel anything when Homeboy died to the number three demon. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you you hate you don't hate Demon Slayer. You're pretty indifferent about it. I, I really hate Demon Slayer. Like, okay, you I, hate Demon Slayer. I can't <laughs> fucking stand Demon Slayer because it's just rushed. You got a third season coming at least though, so hey, there's that. To me, it looks rushed. So I I can't say it has soul, especially when it looks like you you highlight a lot of your fucking artwork with Sharpie, and it looks like a live comic book. <laughs> Man. I have seen That's more fuck. I have really seen more sophisticated works back in the fucking nineties than with that shit. Oh my god! I saw this anime. I can't remember what it is. That it was like this little tiny dude running up on a wall fighting a giant. And it was like done in like old school like anime. I can't remember what the fuck it is, but it was so cool, man. It was like a little king guy. Or if you find it, send it to me. I will. I saw it on Facebook one time, and I was like, "Oh, that looks awesome." And then everyone was like, yeah, it's a really cool anime. And I just never fucking watched it. I feel bad. It's, this this uh, talk has me thinking about that now. And I'm sorry, random anime I never watched yet. I'm sure I'll find a way to get to you soon. <laughs> I don't have But either way, so. I agree that the, that the show itself has lost <laughs> its fucking soul. It doesn't have the fucking same elements as it did before. <laughs> the show has lost its soul. It is lost. A thousand percent. It has lost all of his foot. The minute that they brought Trunks back and he had gray hair, I was done. Oh, because, yeah, because he changed his hair. They changed everything about it. Like, like I don't he, like how they did Trunks in general. Yeah, they, fucked, they fucked him would so not, bad. Okay, Trunks would not go get Goku and Vegeta, sure. Maybe he brings them back, but then, like, to become completely irrelevant and then relevant in the same saga at the same time. That is not how Trunks would go down. And then even Trunks got a got a new transformation too. Like that didn't make any fucking sense to me. Also, he somehow made the spirit move with his sword, which was huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sick of the. The show never show. explains anything, and it, like it's funny. The show's never about techniques, and the techniques it actually has it never fucking explains. So it's like whatever. And the but, techniques come out of the blue now. Yes. Which is why when I watch the Dragon Ball superhero movie. I know that when I see Gohan transform, I'm a fucking love it. And I'm also going to be like, they didn't explain shit about that. <laughs> That's going to be the last <laughs> thing I talk about right now. Gohan's so fucking inconsistent and super. One minute, he's a scrawny fucking, fucking nerd. The next minute, he trains and buffs the fuck up for the tournament of power. Now this motherfucker's back to being a nerd again? Like, how the fuck is this working? They don't, they don't know what to do with him. They like, just don't know what to do with him. In a world full of freaking gods and like monsters, they don't know what to do with Gohan. And, and Gohan, somehow, of human and Saiyan descent, is somehow the most powerful fucking Saiyan out of all the half-breeds, and you can't figure out what the fuck to do with him? Give him his own also, show then. side note, if you've ever seen a shot of his new form, it looks a lot like Super Saiyan 2. Again? What's up? Again? Yeah, when he his new form that he has, if you look at his face, besides that, like the color of the hair, looks an awful lot like Super Saiyan 2. Oh, 
see. I'm I'm getting I'm getting like this a picture of like him with white hair. Yeah, he, uh, he has white hair, but if you look at the style and everything, which is really interesting because when he goes mystic, he's just regular, but he has the hair. And that's thing, you know. And that's the issue that I have. When they brought him into Mystic Gohan, I always questioned why didn't he go Mystic and Super Saiyan at the same time? I he would have wiped the fucking floor with Super Boo then. They should have never had him lose to Super Boo, but you know. They had to keep it fucking going, apparently. Apparently apparently Goku back. And then the logic behind that in itself too, that Goku could have beat Majin Buu a long time ago. But he wanted to let somebody else win. Like, get the fuck out of here. You mean you sacrificed all of humanity and like 20 planets just for that? Oh, we're almost done. No, that would, nobody would ever think like that. Nobody. Nobody would. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Goku would because didn't he throw old boy a sensu bean? And then didn't he do it again with Mara? Uh, He did. <laughs> he really you would. Nobody. <laughs> so so maybe Goku actually would think like that. <laughs> I'm really thinking of Selma back to four star, like thinking of you, Goku. Thinking of you, Goku. <laughs> Yo, remember the end of that where uh, where Goku telling uh, Gohan to finish it off? He was like, I don't know, maybe I'll throw goddamn Sensu Bean. Okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that was so much better. Like that's what I loved about Team Four Star. You, know you all want a good anime? Go watch it. Watch the entire saga. You'll have a much better time. What with uh with fourteen four star? Yes. Yes, you definitely will. <laughs> I'm insane from Earth. They he really insane. Me Goku as a character, <laughs> he is that dumb. <laughs> he really is. Like, is see, and that's too. that's a that's a whole other fucking inconsistencies too. Like, why is Goku smart when it comes to fighting, but dumb when it comes to other shit? Because. That's like, how am I good at Yu-Gi-Oh, but dumb and everything else? Wait, 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 wait. But even in fighting, he's dumb because it's dumb to throw your opponent a fucking Zenzu bean and then send your son in after him. Well, it's good fights, man. Clearly, that's all that matters. And the smartest thing he could have ever done after the Cell Saga was stay dead. He should have stayed dead. He should have. But no fucking fan service. Gotta love fan service. So I think Dude. Did you get everything off your chest? Because I think I got everything off my chest Oh yeah, I got everything off my chest bro. Oh, my, oh my goodness yeah. Alright man, do you want to plug yourself? you want to plug yourself in? There's not much, too much to plug I don't stream, it's funny, out of the four horsemen I'm the only one that doesn't stream very much But when I do, it's on everyone else's channel But I'm Ghost Rocks on Xbox And on Playstation uh, I'm part of the Con Artists I'm the grunt worst person for Well, where, um, wait, wait, where can we find the con artists? Because I have a hard time finding them. On Facebook and Instagram. Not on and YouTube. I know. Uh, Not on YouTube yet. I think that uh, Mesh, who's the chocolate geek on Twitch, is going to probably. I don't know. He has YouTube stuff, but I don't know if he's putting it on. Yeah, oh, he cool. gave me the name, and I couldn't find the shit. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. And we are on YouTube, but I don't know if he's put any of his uh, Twitch like content on there yet. So the better thing to do would be to follow us on Facebook and Instagram on Con Artists, and then follow the Chocolate Geek on Twitch because he streams pretty regularly. 
he'll, he does like fall guys and gears. And then I think he's taking those clips and putting it onto uh, YouTube. And he, he does a lot of discussion like you do too. So like he'll talk through like Dragon Ball and stuff like that. Uh, he's actually going to do a Dragon Ball discussion after the Dragon Ball superhero movie, but he's going to wait a couple, I think, before he does it. So mm. that should be fun. I really need to watch that movie. <laughs> Are you going to see it tonight? No, I'm not going to see it tonight unless somebody wants to pay for me to see it. But uh, I'll probably see it at some point in time this weekend. Like, I just, you know, I'm going to have its time and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Well, if anybody has anything, any issues or anything they'd like to say in the uh, about anything that we talked about today, I will have the Twitter. I will have my Twitter posted uh, and I will have I will be updating our good friend Ghost Roxas on these things that we talked about. Uh, yeah, we have our chat channel. We talk about sometimes all the oh. stupid stuff in gaming and everything. else. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but we haven't done that in a while, so. <laughs> Um, but everybody's done dumb stuff, but not dumb enough stuff. Yeah. So you'll be able to you'll be able to chat it up in the twit in the Twitter. Uh, you can catch me on Twitch. Ever all of that stuff will be in the uh, description. Uh, my YouTube channel, of course. Uh, if you want to see old episodes from when I first put put out the Alicast, they'll be on Patreon, which you can go just for a dollar a day, and you can catch that shit. Um, with that being said, this has been another episode. Thank y'all. Y'all have another good week and remember don't work too hard. And if you work too hard, make sure you get fucking paid for it and I'll see you later.